Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Support WrestleTalk! Give us a subscribe. Hey, everybody, I'm John Cena. Hey, it's professional wrestler Colt Boom Boom Cabana. Hey, I'm Double J, Jeff here. This is Rich Swan, Matt Riddle, the King of Rose. Support WrestleTalk. Support WrestleTalk. Support WrestleTalk. Do it, bro. Support Ollie. Support Luke. Support Wrestle Talk. Support Wrestle Talk. Home of Luke Owen. Whatever Wrestle Talk is, and whoever Luke Owen is, both the Ravens. Nevermore. Wrestle Talk. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Wrestle Talk podcast. I am Corporate Chopper, and today I'm joined by Randy Andy Datsun. Hi, Chopper. How are you today? I'm all right, mate. I'm back in my flat in London, and I'm loving it. It's how great. does it feel? Is it good to have your your space back, your mm-hmm. your your identity, yeah. your life as a bachelor back? Yeah, as a bachelor. Mm. Um, but yes, I'm 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 very happy to be back. I've been doing a lot of uh, just like productive stuff lately. Um, I feel good. Like I've been doing a lot of cooking, um, which has been mm-hmm. really nice. Um, I've got a few projects and things on the go i bought some soundproofing foam which i've not put up yet because i i started because basically i've got i've now got two wardrobes in the Mm. bedroom and i have no need for two wardrobes i don't have that many clothes so i'm turning one of them into a little recording booth and i'm putting up soundproofing foam all all inside it and stuff like that and Mm. um i did it originally the other day and about 90 percent of it fell off uh within about two hours so i'm gonna do it again did you use that spraying Adhesive. I did adhesive yeah. spray. I did, but the problem is, I sprayed the foam and not the the wardrobe itself. And apparently, it's just better if you spray both the wardrobe and the foam and then stick them together. Yeah, I, I hope you. I hope you enjoyed feeling high for about an hour afterwards because that I most certainly really did. gets in your lungs. Oh, it does. If you've not got very good ventilation, yeah, it's a bad time. Um, but when I, I, I opened, in... I opened my balcony door at the very least, so I had some airflow. Oh, no. When, when we did it in here, I, I was always the guinea pig who had to do all the spraying for Ollie to put it up. Um, when yep. I say here, we're in the, the I'm in the studio again. And uh, yeah, I felt quite lightheaded afterwards because it was just basically sniffing glue for half an hour. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I always like on the uh, on the side of the thing, I was just reading like best way to use it and if you need to shake it before and what kind of distance you need to do it from and all that stuff. And then it was saying, you know, causes skin irritation, causes serious eye irritation, and may also cause drowsiness and dizziness. I was like, cool. Nice. Yeah. That's the same as cowpole. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But yes, it's very nice to be back in the flat. I'm very excited to be here. I'm having a good time. 
just really happy to be back. Also, I realized that because I'm now a single household as well, I get a mm-hmm. support bubble house, which is great. Oh, nice. I, didn't, I didn't get one before. So who, now who, can... you, who have you chosen? Me? My mates. Oh. Who are like walking distance away from me because they haven't got a support bubble. So I can I can go around there and I can just go and see my friends. How amazing is that? I haven't been able to do that, that in forever. Pete is one of those hot singles you see pop up on porn websites now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, that's me. If you, if you click on that, it just goes straight to his Twitter. Yes. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's exactly so it. So <laughs> ladies. If you're a young lady in the market for a tall, handsome, no. No. Uh, dark-skinned, no. long-haired no. stallion, no. then... Hit up Don't Pete. contact me. He's looking for love. Pete at WrestleTalk.com. <laughs> Email in uh, with the subject, I want to be your new lover. Uh, and explain why you that. are the right man or woman for Pete. Hate that. Um, also, let's talk about SmackDown. Um, yes, because uh, Logan Paul was on this show. It's not a headline I thought I'd be saying. Logan Paul's going to WrestleMania. Mm. But anyway, let's talk about it. First things first, speaking of WrestleMania, Logan Paul will be there. Great. He was on this episode of SmackDown because uh, Sami Zayn invited him uh, to join for his red carpet premiere of his trailer for his documentary. And um, there was a little bit backstage first where Logan Paul turned up in a limo um, and he got walked down a the, the red carpet into the ring, etc. And then uh, Sami Zayn, he, uh, the thing with Logan Paul, right? I'm just going to say this now. I'm just going to say this now. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not a Logan Paul fan. I, in fact, don't like him. Person on, on a on a personal level, I don't like him. I understand that having him on the show could entice other viewers in, and the reason they're doing things like Bad Bunny and Logan Paul is to not entice the people that are already going to watch WrestleMania, like us. It's to entice in the people that might not watch WrestleMania to get them to watch it. I understand that. I don't like Logan Paul. However, I will say on this episode, he was inoffensive he didn't add anything but he also wasn't bad that's what, what i'll say what do you think the conversation was i mean is logan paul like an outspoken wrestling fan because i know he does boxing don't think but so. i don't know i don't like what do you reckon vince just went ah oh, who is who is cool and hip and young these days who is a cool youtuber that we can get on and they went, I'm... well, either you can get PewDiePie or you can get or Logan Paul. And they went, okay, well, we'll get Logan Paul because he's American. Um... Well, here's what I'm curious about. is I, I don't know whether it was a, a reactionary thing because they just, in a promo one time, Sammy said, we're going to get Logan Paul numbers on it. And then they saw that Logan Paul actually responded to them on Twitter and went, oh, my God. Yeah. Is it someone not in wrestling that responded to us about wrestling? We should get him on the show. And then they probably did. Um, I think that it was, I think that's probably what they did, which, you know, honestly, fair enough. Um, makes a lot of sense to me. But yeah, I, he was, he was okay. He was there. 
he wasn't he wasn't good he wasn't bad he yeah was well there. we they 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 like a celebrity um mm-hmm. and they like mainstream stuff so i guess like like, like you say i i'm not i mean i uh, what I'll say is I've very rarely watched anything Logan Paul's done. However, I am aware of things that he has done, and therefore I'm not not I'm not his biggest fan. But in terms of a business move, it probably makes sense. There'll be a bunch of kids going, "Oh, Logan Paul is my he's my the guy I watch on YouTube. What's he doing on this wrestling thing? I haven't watched that before. Like, it's not going to bring in like old old sort of fans or anything like that. I wouldn't think, but it's a really it could be really important to bring in some younger fans who have never mm-hmm. really experienced wrestling before and have, but have experienced Logan Paul and that's i guess that's why he's there really um yeah. it's like why they brought you onto onto WrestleTalk to bring in the 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 female audience mhm that's mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i don't mm-hmm. like any of that anyway um so yeah, he got brought out and Sami Zayn debuted the the red carpet premiere of his documentary uh, trailer, which was a lot of fun. Uh, yeah. This little trailer. I thought it was hilarious. Um, I I went back and, and watched it again because I missed a couple of the jokes the first time. And I, I literally went back to watch it again. There's just so many great one-liners in this little trailer of Sami Zayn just being like, I've got this fascination with zebras. Just like, and it just doesn't mean anything, but it was great. And he was like, it, "The Earth being flat has got nothing to do." I mean, should we look into? Should we look into that? <laughs> it's just like, hey, I'm not saying really it is funny. flat. I'm just saying but, they've got some good points. Got some good points. The um, flat Earth community. Yeah. yeah. What I always liked about these Sami Zayn segments is that it feels like he's he is writing them mm-hmm. because they're actually funny. And so I'm just assuming that it's not someone in the SmackDown writing team or in the WWE writing team because they're not allowed to be funny. Um, yeah. It always feels better when you feel like the person... And to be honest, I'm sure Sami Zayn would rather be having 20-minute matches every week. But because he's not allowed to, he's putting everything into this character. And yeah, Logan Paul's there, but whatever. Like Just focusing on Sami Zayn for a second. It... He just, he's one of the, the reason he's ever one of everyone's favorite wrestlers is because he just does, he just makes every single, he's like Daniel Bryan. He just makes it work. He commits and to the it, bit. It feels, it feels real. Um, yeah. And I, I wish he wasn't a joke, but he is. Um, and he, I'm, but the thing is, I'm sure the match will be great. I'm sure Logan Paul's going to punch someone, but I'm sure the match, the eventual match is going to be really good. I'd really like it if Logan Paul punched Sammy, Kevin Owens won, and then Kevin Owens did a stunner on Logan Paul. Like, again, I'm not a Logan Paul fan, but I think it would be fun because there was a little tease of this because what, what happened, we'll, we'll get to this in, in a second, actually, because what happened was we he played the trailer and Logan Paul said, well, you know, it's a lot to take in. Um, and then he was kind of saying, you know, that Kevin Owens came to him in the locker room and said that there actually isn't a conspiracy and that he shouldn't pay that much attention to Sammy. Um, and then Sammy kind of got a bit annoyed at Logan Paul and was just like, don't listen to anything Kevin Owens is saying. He's part of the conspiracy as well and blah, 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 blah. Um, but before he could get any proper hate on Logan, Kevin Owens came out, hit a stunner on Sammy. And then as he walked off, just pushed Logan Paul out of the way. So there's already a little bit of tension between Kevin Owens and Logan Paul. Now, mm. I'm 
privately hoping that yes, he gets a stutter because I think that would be very, that would be quite a fun moment. Again, yeah. I, I can't, don't know how many times I'm going to have to say it because I know there's going to be people being like, I can't believe you're supporting Logan Paul. Not a Logan Paul fan, but I just think that would be a funny little moment if Logan Paul took a stutter. That's just me. Um, yeah. But overall, I thought this segment was pretty good. I, th- the story between Kevin and Sammy isn't the best, but if Sammy's going to be treated as a joke, he makes being treated as a joke the funniest it can possibly be. And I appreciate him yeah. for that. If you're going to just make a random match between Sammy Zayn and someone, I guess it works best with Kevin Owens just because they have history. And so you don't have to tell as thorough a story because you can go, you guys know that these two have history. And we go, oh yeah, those two have history. And so the story doesn't really have to make too much sense because we'll go, okay, well, we know it's going to be a good match. Mm. Um and honestly, I'd prefer going, well, I know it's going to be a good match to, oh, this is a good story, but the match is probably going to be a bit crap. Yeah. Though I will say in fairness, with WWE's current roster, they'd be hard pushed to find two people where I go, they're going to have a bad match. Yeah. I they... mean, there is no excuse for a WWE to have bad matches anymore. Mm. Like yeah, there, is, there, there, there are some people on, on both the men's and women's sides who aren't as good as the rest, but they're still good enough to put oh, no. a good match. I mean, they have a match with, I don't know, Sasha Banks. Did I just freeze or something? You did, most certainly. No, you just freeze. Your, your face looks like I froze. Um, I would still expect Natalia to be able to pull out a good match with, with Sasha Banks because Sasha Banks is so good that she could even make Natalia look like a competent wrestler. <laughs> you, your, your tirade against Natalia is quite something to behold. I just don't understand why they keep saying she's a legend and a veteran. She knows one move and it's a, actually no two. She knows a suplex and a really slow discus clothesline. And the sharpshooter. She barely knows that. Well, you know. Um, but yeah, I, I, I agree with you in the, they really they have no, they have no ex- no that they have no excuses to have bad matches in WWE right now and i think that yeah the match will be good between Sammy and Kevin regardless i mean we already know they have fantastic chemistry based off all the history that they have yeah um but uh yeah yeah i'm i'm honestly yeah, quite I, looking forward to so it so i i tweeted after logan paul's stuff last week to say mm-hmm. oh well now hulk hogan will have competition for who the biggest dickhead at wrestlemania is going to be and there were a couple most of the comments were like yeah you're so funny you're so handsome but there were a couple which said like oh well actually if you watched his content over the last couple of years he's doing a, like much better stuff and I'm, yeah I, and I, I'm, I'm sure that's true and i appreciate that but he also laughed at suicide uh mm. And that's the kind of thing, like, you don't just forget that someone did that. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I'm sure he's I'm sure he's matured a lot. Um, yeah. And, but... and like I said, he was relatively inoffensive on this show. He was there. Yeah. Didn't he say didn't, anything stupid. Didn't, didn't do anything yet. stupid. He just, he was just there. He did what he was told. Um, and that's basically it. Where is my, someone just asked where my background is. This is actually my house now. I have <laughs> loved the office so much that I have replicated it behind me. I'm still in my living room. Hold up. 
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Let's get into seeing what you guys thought. Let's get into some of your ultra chats. Make sure to get in your ultra chats at wrestletalk.com forward slash support using that link that's on the screen right there. We'll get to every single one of your ultra chats by the end of the show. Um, <laughs> on the uh, our lovely moderators on the uh, on the ultra chat uh, document, there's at the very uh, top of it. We have it basically done by categories, so we can see like what we're going to be talking about. First category is, of course, the main talking point of the Logan Paul Sammy KO stuff. Uh, no ultra chats in there, and the moderators just put no one cares into that <laughs> section. So let's talk about some other stuff. Um, <laughs> um, Darjean24 says, uh, as people whose job it is to watch wrestling, I'm hoping you can answer something for me. How does losing to a roll-up protect the loser? I feel like a hard-fought back-and-forth protects a wrestler's aura more than being pinned but not hurt. It's confusing. Um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I feel like a roll-up can protect someone in the right circumstances. Losing in 33 seconds to Natalia doesn't do it. But in the right circumstances, a roll-up can be more protective than a straight-up finisher pin. Um, but yes, I do agree that a, a hard fight is a lot more... It's much better protection than just the de facto default of just being like, roll-up. Yeah. Um, it does depend on the kind of roll-up, because there are those roll-ups where people just don't even struggle against it. Like, you've seen mm-hmm. roll-ups where... I just go, no, I am not even going to try on this one. 
Um, I guess if they're actually sort of wriggling and looks like they're actually trying to get out of it, it's sort of, it looks better. Uh, and yeah. like, yeah, if they're distracted, it makes sense and stuff. So I don't like it as a finish. I mean, I, I prefer matches to, to be finished clean, but if, if, if the match isn't going to end, end cleanly, I prefer a roll up to a, just a, 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 a cheap DQ. Yes, DQs are worse than roll-ups, I'll say that, because at least with a roll-up, you have a winner, which is something. Mm. Um, Survivor 1993 says, um, what are the chances that Lana pins Shayna Baszler at WrestleMania to win the women's tag team titles? I hate it, and I'm not ready for the dark timeline. It's totally possible, you know? I think it really La- is. I, I think it's going to happen. I think Lana is going to win, because they did the same sort of storyline with... God, was it then Kurt Hawkins and Zack Ryder a few years back, where mm-hmm. they just sucked and sucked and sucked, and then they had WrestleMania losing streak though. Well, Lana's basically had a losing streak. Lana's had a God, she's a loser streak um, when anyone talks about her. So I do think Lana's picking up the pin, and she's gonna cut a promo, and it's gonna be like, oh, that's so heartwarming, but it's actually just gonna be her saying, I knew I could do it. In her Russian voice. Yeah, that sounds about right. Uh, we'll do one more ultra chat before we get into the rest of the show. Uh, from Angelo Mercado that says, Can I get a birthday shout out today? No. Angelic Angelo Mercado. Oh, yeah. Ha- happy birthday. Uh, happy Angelo Easter. Mercado. And happy Easter tomorrow. Yep. Pete. Hello. I have something to say. Well, I was going to. Okay. Yeah. You can. I guess we're just going to do that now. All right. Go ahead, Andy. What what do you want to announce? So, I'm pregnant. No, I'm not. <laughs> uh, what you may not know, viewers, Pete knows this, but this is my last ever SmackDown review. Well, not last ever. Probably, for the, for the time being, I will not be doing SmackDown reviews anymore. I want to focus on my website and simply uh, I have life things going on at the moment, which mean that I can not do the SmackDown review on Saturdays anymore. However, someone's already cheering. Um, (laughs) Stop um, looking at the chat, Andy. However, we have got someone to take over me. I'm afraid he doesn't do quite as many puns as me but then who does he his head isn't quite as big he's not quite as handsome but he is a former quizlemania champion he is canadian he actually does have hair a lot of people think he's bald but get to the point andy goodness me tempest It's, it's tempest everybody Tempest, Tempest is going to be doing SmackDown with me as of next week. Wait. Yeah. Are you excited, you know, Tempest? Oh, I'm so excited. This is going to be the most extended period of me watching WWE in probably about five years. So watching a show week to week is going to be interesting. And you don't know that you're more handsome than me. That's what the mask is for. People Tempest, don't know I've, what I look I've, like. I've seen your face. I know. No, he never he takes the mask off. Tempest, you've got some hair coming out the back there. Just prove to people that you aren't bald. Just it's there you go. Hair. I have a lot of hair. There, there you it's go. Some hair. Also, that 
that the reason you wear the mask is to hide your handsomeness from the world, right? People wouldn't be able to handle it, mm. Peter. So Everyone, I'm stop doing being a mean great to me in the comments. Everyone, stop cheering. You're supposed to be really angry that this is happening, Andy. Just stop reading the comments, mate. That's rule number one of YouTube. God, this is why you're not being on YouTube anymore. God. Yeah, <laughs> I will still, I will still be on live things and yes. here and around. But as of as of SmackDown, I will no longer be doing it. As of next week, it will be Tempest, and then of course, uh, Tempest and Pete will be doing the NXT reviews of the week. Absolutely. After that, yes. uh, so, so if you do want be... to, oh, sorry, go ahead. Well, I was going to say, if you do want to spend time with me, uh, go to WrestleTalk. Dot com and go to my Twitter and I will be there still uh, and I will still be very much a part of the WrestleTalk family. Absolutely, yes. Um, and also, uh, yeah, as as Andy mentioned, me and Tempest are going to be doing next week live reactions to both nights of NXT TakeOver on this very channel, WrestleTalk Podcast. And then we're going to be doing a review of both nights on the Friday as well. And then after that, we're going to be doing, we're going to be starting up NXT Reviews uh, with the both of us as the new duo going forward. So it'll be me and Tempest for NXT on Wednesdays and for SmackDown on Saturdays as well. And hopefully we can keep those NXT reviews around. But in order to do that, we really need you guys to watch them because that will help. I still have 40 minutes left. So you do. piss off, Tempest, you, <laughs> oh. you, you jag. <laughs> oh, he's gone. Bye, Tempest. We uh, need to say thank you to some very special people, and those are our $25 and above pledge hammers on Patreon. If you go over to WrestleTalk's Patreon page right now, if you are a $25 or above backer, not only do you get your custom wrestling nickname and it gets read on a show much like this one, but also yesterday, the suggestions post for WrestleTalk Extra went live, which means you get to pick what uh, show Ollie and Luke get to review on this month's WrestleTalk Extra. Uh, so you can get in your suggestions now. They get put into a poll that all the $5 backers and above uh, get to vote in. And then the winner of that gets to go on and get reviewed. So yeah, you can go over to Patreon right now, patreon.com forward slash WrestleTalk to become a Patreon backer. And at the same tier, you also get your own custom wrestling nickname. And I guess Reddit on a show much like this one. So thank you too. He's no jackass, Dano. Woo! Oh, thank he you. is not. Justin, the human Godzilla, was track. Woo! Yes, thank you very much. The big bad dog, Ryan Hansen. Woo! Oh, woof. Thank you. John Jenkerson, son of Jenker. Yes, thank you very much. The limitless one, Rambo Trey. Woo! Oh, what a cool thank you very name. Much. Blampede's number one fan, Tom Delves. Blampied's number one fan. Yep, yeah, yeah, that's cool. Let's get Larry, Harry, Harry. Oh, Thank you very much. Harry. What's love got to do with it? Matthew Turner. Oh, I get yeah. it. Yeah, I get it. Thank you very much. Black and Decker Dane. Woo. Oh, Thank you very much. Excellent. Wonderwall, Brian Gallagher. Yeah. Thank you very much. Ryan, Disco Stewart. Woo. Thank oh, you very much. Yeah. Thank and you. Finally, the $100 man. C.D. Hover. I'll let you do it this once, as it's your final SmackDown. Thank you. Everyone.
let's get into talking about the rest of the show. If you guys have any farewell wishes you want to get in for Andy, get them in at WrestleTalk.com forward slash support. We'll Make read them out by the end of the show. Um, uh, but I will yes. still be winning the Jamnet Championship at WrestleMania Live Reactions next week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure thing. Um, right, let's get into the rest of the show. So uh, the first uh, part of the show, because it's part of the SmackDown formula, it has to be a promo and it has to be someone from a feud involving Roman Reigns because it's Edge that's came out here. However, I thought this promo was bloody great because um, I've said for quite a few weeks now that Edge's character, I thought, was really good. Um, like his portrayal. Andy, stop typing in things on the on the account of WrestleTalk podcast. I, this this is why you're leaving. <laughs> this is this is the reason. Here's a shoot. No, I I, I got Andy fired. No, I'm kidding. I didn't do any of that. Um, it's all right, but, Pete. Uh, I'm still here. Yeah, bet you. Um, yeah. So Edge came out with a really good promo because I've said for ages that Edge's character didn't quite mesh. Like there was something that was uh, something didn't quite connect with it. Like I really liked his portrayal of the character, but he his um, like character motivation didn't quite work in that he was angry at like the wrong things. Like, there was reasons for him to be angry, but he was angry about the wrong stuff. Like, I'm not getting a one-on-one match. It's like, well, that's not the reason you're not guaranteed that from the Rumble. Daniel Bryan's getting a shot before me. It's like, that's also not a thing that you get for winning the Rumble. Um, But this one, I thought this is where the character actually clicked um, with everything. Because he came out and was angry, and the stuff he said made sense. And he was saying that he's been trying to come back for 10 years for this. And he finally has made it back. And Daniel Bryan has weaseled his way into this triple threat, making it harder for him to win. And he's taking away his spotlight that he's earned from coming back from retirement and busting his ass for 10 years to try and get back. That makes a lot of sense to me. That's a really good, solid character motivation. And... I, I, I just really enjoyed it. And again, I really like his portrayal, his fire. And he's saying that he finally feels like after he's, he, he, he admits and he says, yeah, I snapped a fast lane. I snapped last week when Daniel Bryan got uh, inserted in, and made it a triple threat. But now I finally see that I am the rated R superstar once again. And I'm like, I believe you. Yeah. I, you know, like what we were saying last week, this is kind of what we said last week. He shouldn't be... Like yeah, his his reasoning so far for being angry has been quite, has been slightly off off the mark. But this this hit all of the marks. Uh, this is what he should be angry about. Like yeah, I mean he, like he, he isn't guaranteed a match, but I guess you sort of in the kayfabe world, you win the Royal Rumble, you think oh great, I've got a one on one shot against the, against the champion, um, and. Yeah, Daniel Bryan there is going to making it harder. So all of like you say, all the stuff it actually makes sense, and that is so important in this storyline um, because it's let's. I mean, it is the biggest story in WWE at the moment. Like they can they can harp on about the fiend as much as they like, but no one cares about that anymore. Uh, this is the biggest storyline in WWE, and it's 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 been so good for so long. And I was worried that they were going to lose what they had because they were go- they were going down the wrong road. But this kind of felt like they sort of took a diversion and went oops, and then they took then they turned back onto the right path. So I am really excited to see what this match is going to be like. Um, 
triple threats are always good uh, if they're paced well. You don't want it to be too much. Two people in the ring, one man outside. Um, I hope that Edge... I mean, Edge has had enough time now, I guess, to... I mean, he's had a couple of great matches. I wonder if they're going to have him being the ultimate opportunist character again, whether he's going to sort of get taken out early and then he's going to hide away or he's going to try and sort of sneak a victory a few times. Um, because I guess if he's being this more heel character, then that's that's the character need to play the where he mm-hmm. he's not cheating to win, but he's using his veteran instincts and his knowledge of of when to to kind of interfere to win. Yeah, exactly. And I think that this kind of compounded my point afterwards when it was a backstage um, segment. Just he was walking backstage after the promo, kind of came up and just said. You know, Daniel Bryan versus Jey Uso is going to main event tonight in a street fight. If Daniel Bryan gets taken out of WrestleMania due to like injury, it's a street fight. Mm. It's very dangerous. Um, how how does that make you feel? And he's like, "Well, I wouldn't feel bad. He's stealing my spotlight. I don't care." Which yeah. is which is great. And what I really like about this is that it's um, he's not a heel. He is a heel, but he's yeah. not a heel. Like you can totally he's, see where he's, he's coming a, from. You yeah, can, you he, could relate to him. He's a frustrated man, and that's yeah. bringing out the anger in him. But that doesn't mean that he is an evil person. Exactly. Uh, yes. He's like he's like Draco Malfoy. Uh, sure. He's had a he's had a tough time, and he's doing bad things. But actually, at the end, he's just a he's just a guy who's he's had to go through a lot. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and we might as well get on to talking about the main event uh, match now as well, because it's kind of linked with everything. Because um, we did have Daniel Bryan versus Jey Uso in a street fight. Um, to main event the show and we had edge on commentary uh and i've really enjoyed edge on commentary here because edge is such a great talker as we saw in the the opening promo and just here just continuing to put over his character and how frustrated he is about everything and how much that he just wants this this spotlight and how much he's worked to get back to it and any time Brian or Jay kind of came close to him, he'd just start bad-mouthing them. And he's like, it doesn't matter if it's Daniel Bryan. It doesn't matter if it's Jey Uso. I will beat them. I don't care if it's Roman Reigns. I don't care who it is. I'm going to win at WrestleMania. And it was just them constantly having all this like tension. Like Daniel Bryan would be staring down Edge when he'd be hitting Jey Uso's face into the commentary table. And it's just this constant, like him just sitting there, just like, it's almost as if he's like just waiting to pounce on them. It was... Mm-hmm really really cool and like anytime the camera's panned to him he's just like sitting there just like contemplating like on the edge of a seat ready to like leap up if he needed to it's really cool really it made it. brian look amazing because mm. because of the way he won the match i thought oh, okay well he's going to get taken out now after the match by by someone because that is the, that's how they've been doing it recently but the fact that he then maintained his sort of momentum and just destroyed both roman and edge after the match you're thinking oh okay okay well they're really positioning it that makes me think he's not going to win at Mania. Um, but oh, I had a point and I lost it. But um, my only... Okay, yeah. So my only criticism of this, uh, because I thought it was great and it made, made, made Daniel Bryan look really cool, was why would he say yes to this match? In in kind mm-hmm. of... Like, because if we can, if we if we going to sort of... If we want to tell WWE off for like having Nakamura against Rollins just over and over, like we had a couple of weeks ago, then we've got to say like, why are they just still doing these matches? Uh, why is Daniel Bryan consistently going? Well, I've got WrestleMania in two weeks, but yes, of course I'll do that street fight in which I'll probably get injured. 
uh, or and I'll get also hit against, by a chair. It's also against Jey Uso, who he's faced a lot. And as yeah. great matches as these two have, and this was another example of that, this was a very fun, great match, really enjoyed it. It is the same match. It's Brian versus Jey Uso all the time. And for me personally, I, I think I saw a stat courtesy of WrestleTalk's Twitter account um, that Jey Uso hasn't won a match since November 6th, which is like, he should do that every once in a while. Like, I'm not saying he should have beaten Daniel Bryan here because he shouldn't. He shouldn't beat Bryan or Edge, but give him some matches where he can win because Jey Uso needs to win sometimes. He's not just Roman's lackey all the time. And I feel like they're they're kind of going the lazy route with Jay now. They did such amazing work at the tail end of last year. And I feel like now it's just like, oh, so he's just the right-hand guy for Roman. So he can just come in and get beaten up instead of Roman and that's it. And I feel like there's so much more to Jay's character that they're not using by doing that, which is a real shame because, as we saw last year, he's a fantastic character. But, yeah, thought that was a, a bit bad. However, Brian's beatdown after the match was awesome because, yeah, like, like as you uh, alluded to, there was a chain that got involved. It was a street fight, so there was chair shots and all sorts of stuff going on. Her chain got brought in. Daniel Bryan wrapped it around his arm and just bashed Jay over the head repeatedly, got him in the yes lock and tapped him, and then just decided to kill everyone. Went and hit a running knee on edge on commentary, smashed his face off the ring post several times, went up to Roman Reigns, who was sitting on the ramp in like a comfy armchair, kind of like mine. Roman picked it up and just chucked it. Uh, Brian dodged, hit a running knee, and just locked in the yes lock until officials got him off, which was great. It was a really I, cool end to the show, I thought. I wonder whether they're... Cause I, I thought Jimmy was going to come back a long time ago. Mm, me too. If, if Roman wins at WrestleMania, which he... I don't know. I, I don't I'm, know I'm very, very torn that. But I'm let, really let's curious. Say, let's, let's say Roman wins. Sure. I think they could then play into the whole Samoan thing more, bring Jimmy mm-hmm. back, have them win the tag titles, mm-hmm. and have them kind of holding everything. Or have Jimmy go for the US title, or, or JJ or Jimmy go for the US title. Um, On Raw. I don't know if there's someone else they can bring in from the Anawai family to win the... So the entire Anawai... Paul Heyman can win the US title. Sure. Um, but I think that works is like... So they've all they've all got gold. Um, I'm not... I don't want to kind of, kind of pair it to the shield, but like it would be cool if... Not for a long time because it can get a bit same if they've all got the same... But, but for just a period of time that the Usos and Roman are the only champions. I mean, you could even have like Roman go, you know what, I want to be all the champions and win the US title as well as the main title. Have What's your obsession with champion. the US title and why, why not the Intercontinental one? I don't know, man. I forgot which was which because they're the same thing. Shush. Yeah. This is why I'm leaving. Yeah, exactly. Because you don't know enough about wrestling. That's what it is. Mm. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh... I, I agree with you. I do want Jimmy to come back and kind of align with them. I wouldn't be surprised. See, I don't. I genuinely don't know who's going to win at WrestleMania, which, by the way, good job, WWE. I have no idea who's winning at Mania. Could be any of the three of them. And I think I'd be okay with any of them, honestly. Yeah. Um, but I think there's a story there for Jimmy to come back if they want to include him in it, whether Roman wins or not. And whether, you know, Jimmy comes back at Mania to either help or cost Roman or whatever. And they could do kind of almost like a repeat of the Jay one, but with the addition of Jay already being on Roman's side and, and Roman attempting to corrupt Jimmy, essentially. They could also do it that Jimmy is already on side and just kind of joins Roman straight away. However it ends up, 
I'd really like to see the Usos as tag champs yeah. again and Roman either win the belt back afterwards if he's lost it or just keep the belt. And like you said, have that visual of the three of them holding up the gold afterwards because it's it's a cool visual. It just works. But the thing is, as far as we know, Jimmy's been cleared for months or like a, at least mm-hmm. a couple of months. I think so it was ready clearly, around the Rumble. Yeah, they're, they're clearly waiting for something, you would assume, uh, to bring him back in a in a big way. Mm-hmm. Because a couple of months, uh, six months ago, if Jimmy Uso came out from injury, we're like, oh, cool, Jimmy Uso's back. But now it's kind of like, what are they going to do with Jimmy Uso? Yeah. Which I do, again, six months ago, they've gone like, no, 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 not at all, not, not that bothered. But it's cool that he's back. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, yeah. Um, elsewhere on the show, uh, after the opening Edge promo, we got the Alpha Academy and the Dirty Dogs. The Hot Dogs. versus Yep, uh, the Hot Dogs versus the Mysterios and the Street Profits. Mm-hmm. Um, Alpha Academy cut a promo to start off the match. Chad Gable was just saying, look at Otis. He's my number one guy. He's amazing. Look at all the stuff I've made him do. He's cool now. That's about it. Um, yeah, he's basically just saying, I've corrupted him. He's a heel. Lol, 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 lol. Uh, which is fine. It was, it was decent enough promo. Um, they say that they outshone the tag champs last week and they're going to become the tag team champions next week because next week is WrestleMania SmackDown. Whatever that means. Um, so they're doing yeah. the Fatal 4-Way tag team title match that we predicted was going to happen, which is Street Profits versus Mysterios versus the Dirty Dogs, the Hot Dogs, versus the, um, the Alpha Academy in the Fatal 4-Way, and they're also doing the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal next week on SmackDown, not at WrestleMania. Uh, My speculation, I don't know whether this has been reported or not because I've not checked it, is because they don't want to do a kickoff show because they care a lot about the first entrance at WrestleMania. I wouldn't be surprised at all. However, I still think these two both matches could be on the card. Like, I know the Andre doesn't mean anything. I disagree. Because Mania's already long enough. It's only just two nights. You could fit it yeah, in somewhere. I know. Have you seen how many matches are on each night? Like God. Three. Um, yeah, but I still would have liked the SmackDown tag because it just makes it feel really unimportant. Yeah. Um, I get that. Yeah. I, reading the man, reading the Andre the Giant list of entrants. God, oh my that's God. Depressing, isn't it? Isn't it just like you look? Yeah, the people that are in that the um yeah the memorial battle right you got people like it's slapjack i'm like god all right fine jackson Riker, elias i'm like all right sure whatever shinsuke nakamura's in it i was like guys i thought we were moving him up you know remember when he had that thing with roman and everyone was like oh we should get a universal title match do you remember that that wasn't that long ago also jay uso's in it that's really depressing Oh yeah. my god! I mean, we were just talking about like, what an amazing tail end of last year he had. I'm I, like, I, I get it because they can't just have jobbers because they need someone to yeah. win it. Obviously, uh, I don't know who's going to win. I like, I guess one of Nakamura or or Jay or Jay. They're the like, only people so. in that match because it's not like I, whoever wins, we're going to be like, wow, what a push. See, so you'd think that. I get the feeling that someone like Jackson Riker is going to win. What about it? Terrible. Jimmy Uso comes back and helps Jay win. Nah, I don't want that yeah. yet. Um, I, I, um, yeah, it would be fine. It wouldn't. It wouldn't Colin matter Jost? because it's the battle royal. Shut up, Andy. Logan this Paul. Oh, get out of here, you! That can happen. It can Logan, happen, Logan and that's why Paul, I want you to man. get out of here. 
All right, that's God, my prediction. Awful. Awful. Uh, anyway, there it was eight man tag match um, with those four teams in the fatal four way. Uh, it was a fun, hot start to the match, and it just kept getting more fun as the match went on. It was really cool, interesting, liked the the action that this match had. Cool finish as well. They're really putting over the Chaos Theory German that Chad Gable does into the middle rope splash from Otis as a solid, like, really good finish. Put away Montez Ford. Alpha Academy pick up win. Alpha Academy have definitely had the majority of the focus uh, going into this Fatal 4-Way, so either they're going to win and they're actually going to be treated properly, or they're going to have someone come out of nowhere and win the titles, which I think is going more likely to happen, which I think is going to be the Mysterios um, get, and they can have the WrestleMania moment of the um, the father and son tag team holding the gold for the first time. I, I think, think that's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but then they can have Alpha Academy as proper contenders going into their first feud, which I'm okay with because they've actually made Alpha Academy pretty good. Also, my lighting is annoying me. I look really, really white. More white than usual, which is very white. Anyway, um, Paul Heyman was backstage with uh, Adam Pearce and Sonia Deville. And he said that he puts he's put in a legal clause into the main event match of Jey Uso and, and Daniel Bryan that Uso's not going to be held accountable for any of the ramifications of what he does to Daniel Bryan in the main event. And I was like, You mean like a wrestling that, match? Like always, then. When's the last time that someone has actually been fined or penalized for injuring someone else uh, or hurting match. them? They go. The guy goes backstage, going, "Yeah, I won." And then Vince is going, going, "What are you doing? Yeah. Why did you hit him?" Right. That's it. Get, uh, you're getting fine, mate. Y- yeah. You can't do that. No, it's, this is every like, single wrestling match ever. Like, and especially because it was a street fight as well. When they keep putting over, like, "Oh, it's so brutal." There's no rules in a street fight, and they're like, "Also, there's an extra clause that says he's not going to be held accountable." Like, he's not held accountable in any way. Sure, whatever. Anywho. There's a little bit of tension here with Sonya Deville, who kind of cut across Adam Pearce, because um, Heyman came in and he was like, started doing a bit of his spiel. And Adam Pearce was like, look, Heyman, I know you were going to come in here and say, and Sonya Deville just cut across him and just said, I think you make a very good point, Paul. And it was like, I know, and then walked off. So there's a little bit of tension between Deville and Pearce. Maybe that's going to lead somewhere after Mania. Match. I don't know. Yes. Um, we then had in-ring promo segment between Seth Rollins and Cesaro. Corey Graves was interviewing them both. Um, I have mixed feelings. Yeah, I've mixed feelings on this segment because, like you said, I'm really looking forward to the match and I'm quite into this feud. I'm, I feel like I'm into this feud, though, because of the story that I'm putting on it rather than the story that they're telling. Because for me, the story they originally started telling, which they've kind of dropped now, is how Cesaro could never make it as a main eventer. He could never break through to that top echelon of stars, despite having all the talent in the world because of WWE's booking. It's a weird story to try and get your head around, but, and then like Rollins is the gatekeeper. He's the consummate Mr. WrestleMania main eventer man. And he's always the guy who's kind of stopping Cesaro from reaching that, that upper echelon. Cool. That's a fun story. Now they've made it. Cesaro, you swinged me. I don't like that. Swung. And and that's the story in its entirety. And now that Cesaro is just saying things that has the word swing in them to try and get to Rollins, which is just not... There's so much more to this story that I felt like they were going yeah. to do and they kind of haven't done it. 
what basically what's happened is that he did the swing in last week and then they saw on Twitter that people were like, I like that swing. And they were like, okay, that's the story now. Mm-hmm. Uh, fancy booking. You know how Braun's got the train sound? No. When they're swinging, no. Cesaro, every time he swings now, it's going to go, whoa, whoa, hate that. Whoa, every time, single time he spins. I hate that. Or every time he goes around, they just do like a, a Beyblade. They just go, let it rip. Yeah, let it start spin. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. And then when he when it, it's like a coin, and then at the end, it just you just hear like like a coin at the end when it's. When, Can when you it, do that noise again? The 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 clatter of a coin, you know. Can you do that noise again? No, 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 no. Thank you. So that's what Perfect. a coin yeah, does at the end. That's just what I wanted. Um, it was it was a decent promo back and forth. They're both playing their characters fine. I just wish that there was more story in it, and it wasn't just. I don't like your swing. Um, I thought it was a. If they just had the the end line that Cesaro had, if they just referenced the swinging without making it the full focus of the feud, they just had the final bit where Rollins got fired up, got in Cesaro's face, and Cesaro just said, "Go ahead, take a swing," because it's a it's a double meaning. Because you also meant try and punch me. That's fine. Yeah. That's a little that's a little Easter egg nugget kind of thing. But that being the whole feud isn't great. I really liked, though, when he said that, take a swing. Rollins got fired up and was like, I want to punch you, but I'm not going to, and then walked off, and it was it was cool. Gregory in the chat has sort of said, oh, you're going to do, like, do 100 spins. We're not gonna, maybe not 100, but I reckon there's going to be a spot in this match where it just goes on forever yeah. because it's going to be the mania crowd. Hopefully, <laughs> they'll get really into it, and I can see him like doing like 50 spins or something. Yeah, something stupid, yeah. yeah. and uh, Which, you know, honestly... As much as I'm crapping on it now, that would be a fun spot. I just hope that's not the match, which yeah. it really might be. They might just go, you can have five minutes, just do your spin. That's yeah. it. Because the thing the thing that we really want in this match is them to have a great match, Cesaro to win, and for them to like be like, these two guys are some of the best wrestlers in the world. Here's why you should cheer for Cesaro. This is why he's a star. And I don't know if they're going to do that. But hey. Someone's God. had a better idea. <laughs> Mr. You spin me. Yeah, yeah. Just right round. Yeah. Pete Burns. Um okay. Then we got the next bit. Which I have feelings on. Um, so I'm I'm much like I did in the edited review on over on the main wrestle channel. I'm just gonna say what happens. Just gonna say what happens. The facts about what happened on the show, and you mm. guys in the chat can tell me, and you can tell me, Andy, whether you thought this was good or bad. So Nia Jax, Shayna Baszler, and Reginald are backstage. They run into Carmella. Reginald whispers in Nia Jax's ear, and Nia just turns to Carmella and just says, you didn't treat my man very well, and then walks off. It goes to an ad break. We come back. It's Natalia versus Shayna Baszler in a singles match. Nia Jax is on commentary. I'm just going to get this up here. I timed this match. 33 seconds. 33 seconds. 33 seconds this match went. They did a couple moves, a couple punches, and then they started doing some roll-ups. Went back and forth a little bit on the, like, dueling roll-ups, and then Natalia won with a roll-up. Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler then beat up Natalia and Tamina, who were there. And then Carmella is shown watching on from backstage as, as the match happens for some reason at the most ridiculous angle you've ever seen. The Riot Squad came out. 
they got beaten up because they haven't been seen in weeks. Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke from Raw came out. They got to stand tall for a little bit. Lana and Naomi came out and beat up a little bit. But then Natalia and Tamina, who have recovered from Nijax and Shayna beating them up, then beat up Lana and Naomi, and they stood tall at the end of this. And then Carmella backstage was with Billy Kay for some reason. And then Billy Kay handed her resume to Carmella, and Carmella accepted it. What? God, so that was so boring. I didn't. Those, I those are the facts of what happened. Mm. You tell me, what do you think, Andy? What do you think uh, of that? I mean, it was the best Natalia match I've ever seen. She did mm-hmm. all of her moves. Mm-hmm. Um, so they've just put, they've just s-worded the bed with this women's stuff, haven't they? Basically, oh, really? they've gone. Yeah. Oh Christ! It's WrestleMania in two weeks. Uh, everyone, just get in the ring. But who's going to be standing tall? Oh, I don't care. One of you. And they go, all right. Yeah. And now Billy Kay is with Carmella. So that's another tag team because they're best friends. Hey, do you know what Billy Kay should do? You know that Peyton Royce on uh, on Raw? Mm-hmm. They should be a team because you know they're both Australian. Mm-hmm. They might like, they might actually be, they might actually be friends. So childhood friends. Those, those two should tag. Yeah. But yeah, it's far fetched. But it could happen. It could work. Could happen. Yeah, I thought this was rubbish, proper rubbish. Because I compared it in my in my editor review. I said that you know it could be compared to the men's tag division on SmackDown right now, where you've got a few teams and they're all vying for the top spot. But the difference is in the men's division, they actually get time to have matches, which actually puts over the teams and the differences and then they have promo segments where they get to talk about who they are as a team and how they differ and the way they go about things and whether the street profits are bribing sonia deville or not you know they have different quirks crazy they're baby faces i think you know all that stuff that they have even though i've not agreed with everything they've done and the mysterious for a little bit were acting like heels and i didn't get that and the heel turn with otis i thought was a bit crap and unexplained they are four defined teams who have different, not only just looks, but they actually have different wrestling styles. They have different ways they portray themselves. And the four teams that you want to see wrestle. These are how many Women. teams? Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler, Natalia mm. and Tamina, Riot Squad, Mandy Rose, and I was going to say Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville. They're not a team anymore. Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke and Lana and Naomi. Five teams and all of them are the same. They're the same team. Because nothing separates them apart from literally their appearance. That is the only thing that and, separates and these teams. And some of the teams, yeah. Um, like God, there, there's nothing to this at all. There's nothing going on. It's just people doing things. There's no story. It's God. It's annoying and it's depressing. Yeah, it it is. Like, not, if you said to me, "Oh, what's their gimmick?" I'd go. Oh well, um, uh, uh, Natalia and Tamina are veterans, and they're friends apparently. Yep. Uh, Dana Brooke and Mandy Rose have got biceps. 
Mm-hmm. Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler are mean. And they sure. have Reginald. Uh, Reginald yeah. Lana and Naomi dance. Mm-hmm. And what's the other what's the last team? The Riot Squad. Riot Squad. They they are rioters. But are the they? thing, the overarching thing is we're best friends. We are best friends. And we are such good Gosh. friends. That does not make me want to see you fight each other. Are your best friends? Oh, you better punch those guys because they said they're best friends. Yeah. God. God. This is the worst. Also, what's Carmella doing in all of this? I don't well, I don't add know. Add another team. Add another Why team to she... the mix. You might as well. It's going to be <sighs> Carmilla. Oh, don't. Ugh. I guess it's better than Bella. Carmilla's cookies. Bella Twins return confirmed. Anyway, oh. after that, we got Sami Zayn's yeah. red carpet premiere that we talked about before. Um, And also, we didn't mention earlier that Kevin Owens was backstage and Sami Zayn attacked him. It was good. There's a lot of clattering. There's a lot of like pipes and metal things that went clattering around, which sounded cool anyway. Um, we then got a recap of uh, Bianca and Banks's feud so far. And we got uh, Carmella. She's back against Bianca Belair in a singles match. Um, mm. <laughs> during Carmella's entrance, Corey Graves just kept shouting, Oh my God. Oh my God. Through Carmella's entrance. I was like, dude, you're on air. Keep it in your pants. Jesus Christ. Um, they should date. They they should, yeah. Um, I just thought that was quite funny. Um, but it did get a bit grating when he said it for the fourth time. Um, Bianca, I thought, cut a nice little promo in Gorilla just before she went out for her entrance, just saying, like, I'm glad that I can see who the true Sasha Banks is because I don't want any excuses when I beat her. I want her to be the best that she can be because I want to beat her when she's the best. Yeah, great promo. They, they've that. remembered that this is a singles feud. <laughs> yeah, two weeks no out. Reginald. Two weeks out from Mania, they go, "Oh, damn it! They are. They're in a. They're in a one-on-one, aren't they? Yeah. Oh, crap! All right, Bianca, do something, please. You need to make this make this interesting. And now I'm sort of like, I mean, it's going to be a good match. I'm still not invested in the storyline because it's been so pants. Yeah. But it's going to be a cool match still. Yeah. Um, and at least yeah. they're saying the right things now. Yeah, not just like cutting a promo, like because this could have been a situation where they got to WrestleMania and went, "Oh, uh, can you just cut a promo before the match?" Yeah, Mm. okay, cool, that's good. Yeah, yeah. Oh God. Anyway, uh, singles match here. It was fun. It was pretty short, not as short as thirty-three seconds, mind you, or as you. Yep, but it was uh, it was it was fun for what they had. Um, Camilla got a really nice spot where she tried to tie Bianca's hair to the bottom rope, which is a nice little spot. Bianca got fired up after that, came back, um, hit the KOD and won. Um, this next bit I didn't get. Sasha Banks came out and went to like attack her, but didn't. And then they just kind of stood there. And then they pointed at the WrestleMania sign. Yeah. It's just, what, are you, what are you doing, Sasha? Where'd you, where'd you come out? Are you going to attack her? Are you going to not? And if you are going to attack her, follow through. And if you're not going to follow through, Bianca, retaliate. What are you doing? Why are you standing there? I'm just confused. What's happening? Historic. That's what that is. And I was half expecting Ronald Rousey to come out and just... History. Yeah. Historic. Uh, first time. Yeah. WrestleMania. This could be a Smackdown. really cool storyline. I mean, it's the first time that, like... I 
it might be me getting my history wrong, but two kind of uh, non-white women have gone against each other in a in a championship match at WrestleMania. I have no idea. Where's Tempest when you need him? Need him to fact yeah. check. Yeah. Hey, do you know what? He should start doing this from next week. Yeah, you really should, shouldn't he? Um, yeah, I don't know. But it, it definitely would be if they main event night one that I think they announced they are. I f- oh. don't don't quote me on that. I think they announced that they're main eventing night one. Um, but if they do, then I believe that would be the first. Um, it's definitely the first women's main event of a night of WrestleMania of people of color, which makes yeah. sense because the only other one was Charlotte Ronda and Becky. But I don't know if it was if it's the first main event of two people of color. I think it might be. Anyway, we'll look into that. Um, but yeah, so either way, it's history, historic, WrestleMania, first time. Yes. Also, I don't know why I didn't just say African American uh, or or people of color. Yeah, you would yeah. really fumbled on your words there. Huh? Non <laughs> non white. Yeah. Yes. Um, Yes, then we got the announcement of WrestleMania SmackDown next week with the Andre the Giant Battle Royal um, and the depressing people in it. Then we got a series of promos. Baron Corbin is there because he showed up on Raw. What's the brand split? Who cares? Uh, He showed up on Raw and just said, uh, because he beat up Drew McIntyre and he's going to be facing him next week on Raw. And he said, I'm going to beat Drew McIntyre. Everyone will bow down to the king. And I went, no, you're not. Nice try, though. Then we got a promo from Apollo Crews, who said he's going to face Biggie at WrestleMania in a Nigerian drum fight. All yeah. Right. I don't know what this is going to be. I imagine someone's going through a drum. I um, don't know. It was like, what's Nigerian? Oh, well, they play the drums when they do like traditional music. All right. Like, is this going to be a a symphony of destruction match with just lots of Nigerian drums? Couldn't tell you. Just do a match, man. This is a match that did not need a silly stipulation. And I I hope that it's kind of like when they do, you know, a Chicago street fight, which is just a street fight, but it's in Chicago. I'm hoping that this is just a street fight, but they've just called it a Nigerian drum match to make it different and there's or, no stupid gimmicks at the at ring. It's just a rap battle, but it's just on drums and they're just playing drums at each other. And then someone at the end goes, Oh well, he was the best, like in a uh, West Side story. It's uh, Big E showdown all over again. Walk into the ring kind of clicking and then just starts patting away. You like the idea. I saw you smile. <laughs> Okay, um, and then after that, we got a promo with Edge in gorilla position just before he came out for commentary for the main event. Paul Heyman approached and just kind of spoke into his ear and was just like, hey, you should really hate Daniel Bryan. I was like, he already does. Um, he said, you could sh- you should hate him even more because it should have been that one-on-one match between you and Roman Reigns. And Edge was like, I know. And then made his entrance. Um, but yeah, that was that. that was that. And then we got the main event that we already spoke about. Overall, I thought this was a decent episode of SmackDown. That's all there was to it, really. It was okay. The the builds... The fuse for WrestleMania, I'm looking forward to some of the matches. Most of the matches, probably. Um, but I don't feel like any of the feuds, with the exception of maybe the triple threat between Edge and Brian and Reigns, I don't feel like any of these matches are WrestleMania-caliber feuds. Because to me, like... 
the Rollins Cesaro stuff. I'm, I'm really looking forward to the match, but their feud has been like, you know, it's been a few weeks and it's been Seth Rollins going, I don't like the fact you swung me and mm. that's the feud. It just feels like it's all fine. And that's not really, like I said last week, that's not really good enough for WrestleMania. We're two weeks out. It's a go-home show next week that's already got the Andre Battle Royal and the Fatal 4-Way on it that's technically WrestleMania matches. It's just... Yeah, it, it feels, feels like a bit put, meh. It feels like they've put so much effort into actually making WrestleMania happen that they've kind of lost track of what they're actually doing in the lead-up. Mm. Yes. So... Yeah, yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, yeah. it, I'm sure it's and, going to be a fun show, and I'm sure I'm going to yeah. enjoy watching with everyone. But yeah, just, and it's the same on Raw. Like just there's a few feuds where I'm going, oh yeah, this has been a great feud from start to finish, and it's going to have a great culmination at, at WrestleMania. Like aside from the Roman Reigns triple threat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I will say as well, you know, granted what Carol's just pointed out in the chat, SmackDown is loads better than Raw. That's an incredibly low bar to beat, though. And I feel like this caliber of SmackDown should be the bare minimum that they do every week. Like, this was all solid stuff through the show. There was nothing super special. This is, like, the most bog-standard average show that they should be doing. This shouldn't be two weeks out from WrestleMania. That's where I'm, that's where I'm sitting. So for yeah. me, this was a three out of five show. It was fine. Yes. Yeah. Me too. Anyway, uh, before we get into uh, before we get into the final Ultra Chats, last call for your Ultra Chats, get them in at wrestletalk.com forward slash support. That link on screen right now. Uh, before we get into Andy's final Ultra Chats on <gasps> SmackDown before he, before he leaves the podcast as of next week. Um Let's get into your uh, Ultra Chats as we end things off here today. Still no one has Ultra Chats in about the Logan Paul stuff because still no one cares. Uh, let's get into the rest of them. Dartrain24 donated to say, This Ultra Chat is me pouring one out for the homies. Now Chopper will have to try and get over instead of Andy's puns putting him over. Good luck, Andy, and hoppy Easter. That pun brought to you by Randy Andy. Thank you very much. Yeah, no, to people who don't know, they, uh, I am Oh yeah, we should mention off. that. Yeah, so to a couple of people asking where I'm going, I'm I'm still at Wrestle Talk. I'll still be on lots of other things. Uh, I just can't do this anymore because of my other job, which is running the website, and because of my general life. Uh, I just want to be able to have my weekends because I don't. Yeah, just just because I do, and it's mm-hmm. important to me at the moment. So yes, yes, thank you to everyone who's been so nice in the comments. Yep. Uh, so if you're wondering who's going to take Andy's place, it's going to be Tempest who's going to be joining me for SmackDown and also for the NXT reviews that are going to be debuting after WrestleMania because NXT is moving to Tuesdays. So we're going to be doing them on Wednesdays as well. So me and Tempest are going to be the new duo going forwards. Uh, Cyclone. Hello. Hello, Brandon. Uh, It says, Roses are red uh, by Randy Andy. Pete is with Tempest. Chat will need a hanky. Oh, that almost rhymed. Well done. Uh, It it rhymed Andy with hanky. That's, That's close. That's close. Um... Go back to writing. The pun torch is pure. You'll always be better than Louis Dangor. I mean, who isn't? Hashtag Uh, good money. Thank you, Andy. You're a legend. We'll see you on the ST review again soon. 
Oh, yes. I'm sure, yeah, if if Pete goes on holiday, I'm sure I can jump back in to, to say hello. Probably, yeah. Or if Tempest goes on holiday, probably. Mm. Let's be real here. Um, Carol Wands comes in to say, Hi, Pete. Hello, Andy, my best friend. You're going to be missed on the show, that's for sure. Going to miss your puns and rolling R's. Tempest is great, don't get me wrong, but we need Andy. Happy uh-huh. Easter to everyone. Stay safe and love to Chris as always. Hashtag jam that jam. I agree. Love to Chris. Um... Yes, no, thank you very much, Carol. I, I will miss miss your miss your chats, but I, like I said, I'll still be around and I'll be. I'm on both of the nights of the WrestleMania live results. So if you want to see me next week, then uh, live results, live reactions, uh, you can tune in there. Yep, uh, we've got uh, Anderson Floyd said, "Chopper, I heard you got injured after your TNT title match with Darby Allen. Are you okay, mate?" <laughs> There's also been a lot of people calling you Seamus uh, because you look yeah because the lighting... pale today. See, the thing is, I'm back in my flat in London, and now I ne- I can't find a proper way to set up my lighting where it still looks good. So I'm going to need to experiment with that because it's making me look very very white on this one. And I know I am I am very white, and I know that to be a fact. But I will I'm even more white with this. Um, last one here for now. Uh, from Bazo Banks says, uh, imagine right after the Rumble, it was weeks of Sasha and Bianca trying to one-up each other in matches against different people on the roster, leading to the ultimate clash in the main event of night one. How do they manage to screw up the simplest of things? Because women yeah. can't have nice things on WWE at the moment. No. They are. You are. Oh, you're feuding. Oh, ha, ha, no, you're in a tag team. Yeah. What? Yeah. Uh, yeah. That sucks. That's very depressing. I've got an email here, Andy. From, from apologies, Yamansayan. Yep. Yeah. Oh, he's my friend. Yeah, yeah. That's Yamansayan. Yep. Apologies. Um, but uh, they they they've emailed in with the subject being proof of WWE repetition. I don't know if we really need to clarify this. I no, think no, no. we know. I but need proof. Let's clarify it anyway. Who says? What's up, uh, Pete and Andy? wanted to tell you guys something rather interesting, but I didn't know exactly how to do it. I know this should be something for an ultra trap, but I can never catch you guys live. Anywho, to make a long story short, I started a new job about two months ago, and now I work overnight, and on Friday nights, my job has SmackDown on the TV. So each Friday for my first break, I get to watch a little bit of SmackDown. And well, for the past two months of employment at my new job, every time I'm on break, there is a Kevin Owens segment and or a Bianca Belair segment literally every week. If you guys ever needed proof that there's the same old, uh, it's the same old, same old each week, then boom, there it is. Thank you guys for taking the time to read this, and thank you for reading my embarrassing crush story about the rap song. Appreciate all that you guys do, and much love to the entire WrestleTalk crew. Jam that jam. Oh, that was Yam, the rap song. Yes, yes, yeah. Yam that Yam. Yam that Yam. I think we probably, probably made that joke at the oh, time. Certainly, we made that joke um, before, yeah. Yeah, well, that's what SmackDown's formula is, isn't it? It starts with Roman mm. Reigns, it finishes with well, Roman Reigns, the thing is, and it, in the middle, you kind of throw everything else. It starts with uh, a promo involving mm. someone to do with Roman Reigns. Could be Roman, could be Daniel Bryan, could be Edge right now with his views. But it is a promo. It has to be a promo, and it has to be one person involving that. And then the end segment has to be something involving Roman as well. Um, could be Roman, Daniel Bryan, Jey Uso, Edge, Roman Reigns watching from ringside or whatever it may be. And then, yeah, in the middle, you always get your everything else, normally with some other promo segments involving Roman Reigns peppered in throughout the show. That's the SmackDown yeah. formula. 
Yeah. And it's fine. It's much better than Raw. Oh, so much better than Raw. Yeah. But in fairness, I'd say that SmackDown is the lowest it should it should be. This should be like an average show. Or like a yeah, like, yeah. like an average to low show for SmackDown. And we should be asking for better. It's just because SmackDown's so much better than Raw. Everyone goes, wow, great show. It's like, well, it's not a great show. It's a fine show. And that's okay. <laughs> I yeah, I don't really watch I mean I don't watch Raw. Like because no. it is so no, bad. It's far too long but as well. I do I do listen to, to Ollie and Luke's podcast and I just I'm so depressed for them. Mm. Like I just feel so bad. Like because it used to be that people in the comments would say, Oh man, these guys are so negative. Mm-hmm. But now everyone in the comments is like, Yeah, my God, we really this is just the worst TV. Of yeah. every single week why am i still watching this and i've been times where i thought on a monday where i've just been like oh well i'm not working like for example if i had a tuesday off i've gone oh maybe i'll watch a bit of raw and then it gets to about half 12 and i go i don't actually want to do that i don't want to put mm. myself through that at all why would i want to stay up and watch that so then i don't because i just hear every single week that it's so crap so i think we've been quite lucky pete that we've been we've been doing this yeah, God forbid, God forbid Roman ever goes to Raw because then they'd mm. have no storytelling left on SmackDown. We could have The Fiend and Randy Orton on SmackDown. Don't. Don't. Um, God. You'll be covering NXT soon and lots I of will. stuff happens on that. Yeah. There's some stuff sometimes when they're building yeah, to a takeover. There's, there's at least good matches. That's true. Yeah. And I mean, you get like one of those a week on Raw. Really. Yeah, SmackDown is good matches and one good storyline at the moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God, that sucks. Yeah. They have such good wrestlers. Ah. Ugh, that's depressing. Yeah. Anyway, thanks it for is. the email, Yam. <laughs> thanks, Yam. <laughs> thanks, Yam. Um, speaking of uh, The Fiend and hot takes and stuff, because I had, I had a hot take last week, I think, when I said that I'm really over The Fiend right now. Um, mm. And I'm just not interested in anything they do anymore because they've killed my love for the character. Um, we've got an email here from the headmaster, Jonathan Hedman, as Who? always, the the consummate SmackDown emailer. He says, mm-hmm. good appropriate time of day, friends. I wanted to chime in on the hot take discussion. I totally agree with your opinion on The Fiend. I love the subtle references that Bray was making. Once again, WWE shows us why we can't have nice things. Question is, uh, question, is there a match that you had low expectations for, and it ended up blowing you away. What about the opposite? I think a match that I had low expectations for was the Fiend versus Finn match at SummerSlam. I went in thinking WWE would mess it up, but they didn't, and I loved it. As for a match that didn't meet uh, didn't meet my expectations was um, Viking Raiders versus Street Profits. That just turned in, into not even a match and really made me sad that such potential was wasted away. Anyway, take care. I hope you enjoy the upcoming Mania week. I'm probably not going to make my... Uh, not going... To Mania Night One, yeah, it's rare to get a Mania on my birthday. Actually, never happened before. I just I don't feel comfortable around that many people. Bye for now, Jonathan Hebburn. Good choice. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm sure they'll make it as safe as possible, but mm-hmm. I still wouldn't want to be. But even so, it's, it's a risk. People. It's a risk, nonetheless. Um, it is. Yes. Um, matches I've been underwhelmed by. Just mm. kind of any match from the last. Two, five, two to five years in WWE, mm. ones that we've been like really excited about, and then they've just under delivered like I mean, that. Like with 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 
uh, AJ Styles and Shinsuke Nakamura. That should have mm-hmm. been one of the match, one of the best match. That could have been a five star match if WWE yeah. had, had let it be. But instead, they just just gave us a pile of dog poo. They WWE week did. after week after week after week after week, and it's just so tiring. Um, yeah. Matches that over delivered. I guess kind of the stuff with with Jay Uso last year because I just always mm-hmm. thought him as one of the Usos, and then he just became this unbelievably good actor, and it just mm-hmm. com- it just completely changed everything everything I ever thought about him. So I guess yeah. I guess he's a good candidate for that. That's a good chat. Um, one that underwhelmed me. There's two that immediately come to mind. One being Biggie versus Apollo from Fastlane mm, because I was true. super looking forward to that, and they really botched the ending, and it didn't get very long, uh, which was very unfortunate. And also the um, SmackDown Tag Team Triple Threat from WrestleMania 34, where it was New Day versus Bludgeon Brothers versus Usos, I think. Um, and yeah. I was like, man, that's going to be a match of the night. They got like two minutes. It was. Did they go through really a table? Unfortunate. I can't, remember. I can't remember. I think Xavier Woods got powerbombed onto some steps, maybe? Or was that in the build-up? I can't remember. Or was that the one where they way, DQ'd it immediately? No, I, I think Budge Brothers won. Um, but yeah. it was like two minutes. Um, yeah. And I was super looking forward to it because I was really into all three teams as well. I, I was one of the few people that really liked the Bludgeon Brothers. I was so into everything they did. And I was like, they've got stupid hammers. I was like, I don't care. The hammers are cool. Um yeah, I was, I was, I was really into it, and uh, yeah, and then they just didn't have the match that I wanted them to have. Um, stuff that over delivered for me. Um, Roman Reigns versus Kevin Owens from Chamber. Yeah. Um, I wasn't really. I mean, I thought it was going to be a good match, but I didn't really care about the match that much because we'd already seen Kevin go for it a couple times. Um. But I think that match with, you know, him getting run over by the golf cart and stuff like that was a really funny match. Um, a really fun. And it was unfortunate with the handcuff spot that didn't go well. But like, aside from that, well, it was really yeah. good. Really enjoyed Re- it. Recency bias. Mm. Just the actual Royal Rumble matches from this year, I think, because yeah. I was 100%. really expecting them to be quite difficult to watch with yeah. no fans. But I still got so into that. Yeah, 100%, um, yeah. I was expecting so, them to be terrible. I was expecting the bubble to burst and all the great recent Royal Rumbles we've had. I was expecting 2021 to be the year where it just goes, oh, our streak of good Rumbles has ended. But it didn't. It was a good good show, I thought. So. I could still, I could watch any of the, even the bad Rumbles, I would still happily sit down and watch, a, watch would one you? of them. Would yeah. you? Well, yeah. Even the bad ones? Yeah. Do I just go like, watch the first one? I like forgetting who's in them. 1989. Do you want to go watch that one instead? I, well, okay, fine. I wouldn't. It wouldn't be like. But if someone said, "Oh, watch that," or I don't know, a match on Raw, I'd probably still watch the Royal Rumble. Oh yeah, yeah, that's that's totally fair. I mean, it's Raw. In fairness, um, yeah. there's a reason it was the one out of five rating for SmackDown for a while, um, because Raw is bad and long. Speaking of bad and long, this podcast has gone on long enough. Um, but uh, yes, I thought you were talking you about your sex. Um, thank you guys for listening. Yes, really do appreciate it. Very, and thank you. Also, have to say thanks to Andy. <gasps> oh, 
I am the greatest. Yes, no, if you didn't hear in the uh, main part of this podcast, this is my last Pod SmackDown podcast. I basically uh, have decided that I want to focus all my time on the website. Uh, I also currently trying to balance a weekend day uh, working is, is quite difficult. So I, I, I took the decision to uh, stop this podcast. I'm sure I'll be back at some point if, if people take weeks off, then I can jump in and say hello. Um, but yeah, I will be being replaced by Pete's new lover on NXT, uh, former Quizzlemania champion, brain of the world of wrestling, Tempest. So give all your mm-hmm. love to Tempest. So stop uh, sending emails to me and Pete. Start sending them to uh, Pete and Tempest. And uh, I will be listening next week. So send in all your emails to support at restaurant.com about your favorite things about me and why you want me to stay. Uh, I'll read them all, but then ignore them as well because I can't stay. I'm going away. Not really. I'll still be here. What a speech this has been. I should be a this promo is, coach. You, you are. You really get to your point eventually. Um, yeah, yeah. But yes. Andy, Andy will be uh, leaving this SmackDown podcast, unfortunately. This is his last go. Uh, but as of next week, it will be me and Tempest doing them every single week, live on YouTube, here on the podcast version, all that stuff. So, yes, me and Tempest going forward. Um, thanks, Andy, for your time on the SmackDown podcast. It's been great. You're welcome. What was your favorite bit? All of it. Anyway, we should oh. go. Um, <laughs> um, yes, thank you guys for listening. We appreciate you guys very much we've got mania week coming up so much content all of the content take over live reactions take over reviews smackdown raw mania all the stuff um so yes uh listen out for all of that we love you very much take care of each other stay safe we love you goodbye Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.